0: back and forth so anyway let's just bow our heads father we just come before you this morning so thankful that we can be here lord thankful for who you are and what you are lord that you did you did form us lord we were not an afterthought we were your plan in the beginning and lord that you made us exactly how you wanted us to be and lord that we are made to depend on you and lord that we can draw our strength from you and be made perfect in you and I pray that we would do that this morning. I pray that you just bless our service here this morning, Lord. And Amen. Lord, that it wouldn't be about us. It's not about how we sound or how we don't sound, what we say or don't say. But Lord, it is your spirit that is working within us. Amen. And Lord, I pray that each one of us would be sensitive to that. And Lord, we would allow you to to speak to us in the way that you need to. And Lord, that we would go away refreshed and renewed in who you are. And Lord, that we would look at, The things of you, the blessings that we have from you. Lord, the things that you don't give us, the things that you have given us. And Lord, understand that you work all things together for good to them that love you. And we do love you this morning, Lord. I pray this in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. All right, let's all rise to our feet. If you're able to, and join in and sing a new anointing.
2: The sons and daughters of the King of Glory may rise and shine. That the sons and daughters of the King of Glory may rise and shine as we
3: declare. This is the day, this is the day, this is the day that the Lord is made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day, this is.
2: i
1: let your glory fill the earth, something I've been thinking about this week is just anticipating um, the Lord's return and I know I shared with you all last Sunday sometimes like being newly married and stuff it's like man I want to live life I don't you know and the Lord convicted me so deeply of that because if we want anything in this life more than we want him and just to be in his presence and fellowship with him that's idolatry
3: Hmm.
1: and I was so convicted of that so um, I don't know about you, but I just feel ready for a, a new anointing and just a fresh fire to serve the Lord and to um, live in His presence. It's open at any time this morning. If you have a testimony, a prayer request, or anything to share what the Lord's been doing in your life, feel free to, to speak it up. Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning as your church, Lord, as the body of Christ, as your bride. And Lord, we look forward to your return, Lord Jesus. God, when you come and you restore all things, and you make it all new, Lord, and you bring us into your presence where we can worship you face to face, Lord. God, thank you for your word and that promise in your word, Lord. I just pray that um, our hearts would just be gripped with the awe of that, Lord, the awe of your presence, your majesty, and just how pure and holy you are, Lord. Thank you, Father. Men, you can be seated. Does anyone have a testimony this morning? the
0: something different, Jason, just because I can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know many of you people would remember a lot of the hymns a lot better. Does anybody have a hymn that they really just want us to sing this morning? I think we can probably find it and play it. Mm. Hmm. Jason will find it. in there. Did you find it, Jason? I've got it here, yeah. Can you find it, Ethan, to put it up there? How beautiful heaven must be. Oh, here it is. 885. 885. I think if you guys can look it up in your hymns. 885. 885. Any other one? Oh boy, okay. The, could we, could I we think, the ocean fill that one? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, okay. No.
2: Yeah. So that one
0: would be 133. Oh, thank Here's what? It's not online. What is that? Huh. Oh, here we can all crowd in here. <laughs> The crowd.
1: Close with that, and I'll turn the time over.
0: theretta has got a lesson this morning, so you only have to sing two songs. So you mutter make good choices, quick choices. Well, we got four. Wow, we're getting less and less there. There's Blake, Benny coming up. You don't want to. That's normal. Hold up, hey, move forward. Come on, Blake. No, well, now you're all still crowded. Blake, step up here. There you go. All right. You got a song, Trist? Wrapped up, tied up. Okay, it's an old favorite. I think we do that one almost every Sunday. D What do we do? No, we don't have drums, and it's so much more fun with drums to do this song.
2: Wrapped Wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up. Wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in God, I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus, I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus, Jesus, I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus, I'm inside, outside, side to side, inside, outside, side to side, inside, outside, side to side in God. I'm upright, downright, living right in Jesus. I'm upright, downright. Living right in Jesus I'm upright, downright Living right in Jesus I'm upright, downright Living right right, Upright, downright Living right right, Upright, downright Living right in God Okay, so
0: when you're like living a Christian life Do you realize this is talking about the Christian life, right? So are we excited about our Christian life? Should be some of us go through our Christian life like Lukey sings this song I am up right down right living right it's just making it it's gonna be a tough week alright just thought I'd make a yeah oh he got that one really good okay all right. So we do a little bit faster. We have no little girls here saying, no fast. All right. We're going to put it all together.
2: I'm wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus. I'm inside, outside, side to side in Jesus. I'm upright, downright, living right in Jesus. I'm wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, inside, outside, side to side, living right in God. I'm wrapped up, tied up tangled up in jesus i'm inside the outside side to side in jesus i'm upright downright living right in jesus i'm wrapped up tied up tangled up inside outside side to side upright downright living right in god much better all right one more song
0: hmm What do you got in your mind, Lukey? Which song? Well, never mind. King of the Jungle. All right. So, we have, okay. So, all the girls in the church have to go, Because I can't do that very well, as you just heard. So, um, the boys got the, what do you think it's talking about, the King of the Jungle? Who's the King of the Jungle? I mean, well, we're talking about the Lord, but who's the King of the Jungle? Well, they were talking about a whale with one. What's what's the king of the jungle? The lion? Are you sure? A lion goes, a lion goes, (laughs) a (laughs) gorilla. A gorilla. (laughs) All right. I've never seen a lion.
2: All right. Who's the king of the jungle? Who's the king of the sea? Who's the king of the universe? And who's the king of me? I tell you, J-E-S-U-S, yes, he's the king of me. He's the king of the universe, the jungle and the sea. Who's the king of the jungle? Who's the king of the sea? who's the king of the universe And who's the king of me I tell you J-E-S-U-S Yes, he's the king of me He's the king of the universe The jungle and the sea
0: (laughs) I kinda failed, let's try that again
2: Who's the king of the jungle? Who's the king of the sea? Who's the king of the universe? And who's the king of me? I tell you, J-E-S-U-S, yes, he's the king of me. He's the king of the universe, the jungle and the sea. <coughs> Alright.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now hold up, hold up, soretta has got a lesson for you guys.
4: That was very good, Saretta. Thank you, and thank you to the praise team for leading us. The songs, Carrie and Jason, Laurie, and Sararetta. It was a blessing. Um, so we have Brother Eli here uh, to share the word with us today. Come on up, Brother. Thank you for coming. And we'll just take this time uh, to pray together and uh, lift him up before the Holy Spirit so that the Lord can use him and share the word with us in Spirit and in truth. Father, that's what we want. Your Holy Spirit to bring forth your words in truth so that they minister life to us, eternal life. I pray for each one of us that you would, Lord, help us to believe this morning the words we hear. You told us, whosoever believes on you has eternal life. Help us, Lord, to not only hear your words, but to believe this morning. Let us rise in faith and believe the words you share with us from your living word. Bless our brother Eli for sharing this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.
5: All right. Can you hear me? Yeah? Okay. Well, thank you for inviting me again. I'm really, really blessed to be um, back home. I mean, this is also home for me. And I don't know if this is coincidence, but my father-in-law and my mother-in-law are here again. I mean, I don't know why, so I'm just glad that they're here. And also my favorite uncle is here, so this is, this is just great. This is, this is amazing. So, um, I don't know who's in the camera today, but brother, I walk a lot, I'm sorry. So you might need to be there, you know, following me if you don't mind um <clears throat> all right well that man that lesson was amazing i was like that makes sense i i think we should just go home and that was more than enough for everybody uh funny or not funny fact but something about my life is that i went, i never went to um the the children's bible teaching because I always misbe- misbehave a lot, so they, they always send me with the adults. So it was like, ah. Uh. There are a bunch of stories that I learned when I was already like a bit older. And it's like, oh, really? I didn't know about that um, story about, I don't know, the, the ark or things like that. So um, I would like to share with you today something that, of course, I've been learning these past weeks. Um, you know how God is and, and how He shows Himself to us and challenges us. I'm gonna read in Matthew 11. I don't know if you if you brought your Bible. If you would like to open it in Matthew. For those Spanish speakers, Matthew is Mateo 11, Matthew 11. And I'm gonna so I'm gonna read first from from the 25th till the 30th, just really quick, so we all, we all have an idea of of, of today's. Um, yeah, preaching, and then I will touch a couple of points. I, I hope, yeah, I, re- I really, really hope that we all can understand. So, <clears throat> Matthew 11:25 says, At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding, and reveal them to the little children. Yes, Father, for s- such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to, to me. Sorry, to me by my father. Yes, and no one knows the son except the father, and no one knows the father except the son, and and um, anyone to whom the son chooses to reveal him. Now it says, "Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you." And learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. By the way, if I if I said some wrong some words the wrong way, I'm sorry. Do you say Laden or Laden? Laden, thank you. <laughs> so um, this is kind of interesting because so Jesus is in if I'm not wrong, he's in Capernaum. If, if that's the way you said the word. In the in the verse twenty-third, he's and he's talking to the people. So what I what I understand from here is like he's not talking only to the Pharisees or or believers, you know, or people from the law. He's talking to everybody. He's he's talking to everybody. And then suddenly he starts he starts praying because he's talking to God and saying, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. And he he keeps going. But in the middle of this prayer at least that's what I can see. He, then he talks to the people and says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and so on and so on. So, this, this specific um, story of part of the Bible has been, you know, like coming to my to my mind, to my heart the last days. And I, k- kind of funny thing, I was actually thinking, I was actually thinking, man, oh yes, this, I mean, this story, it, it, it talks to me. And I was, I was just remembering how God has worked in my heart and how still that's work in my heart. And then, I'm not kidding, and then like a couple of hours later, I got a text from from Brother Phil like, hey, would you like to share with us? And I'm like, what? This is crazy. And I'm like, I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like this is this is the, the thing that I would like to share with, with you guys. Um, so anyways, that was just random. So I have a question for you, kind of a not super smart question, but... Have you ever faced issues, uh, right? Problems or anything that is like makes you feel uncomfortable or whatever? I mean, I'm pretty sure you're saying yes, right? And there, I mean, there are issues that that not does not do not necessarily affect your life, like like really bad. For instance, let's say I don't know, random example. Let's say your phone stopped working. Uh, it's like a, it's kind of annoying. I mean. Nowadays, we need our phone for pretty much everything, you know, to communicate, to whatever. So if, bro- if, if your phone broke, it maybe I mean, maybe if you fell down and it opened in parts, maybe you can put it back, and sometimes that works. But sometimes it doesn't turn on anymore. So you need to take it to the phone shop or whatever, somebody that knows how to fix it. And if that person, if, if, if the person tells you, okay, there is no way to fix this, then you go buy another one. That's that's an easy one, right? Now. That's like, like a. am just trying to give you an example of a small issue, like something like, okay, your phone, uh, too bad. Now, let's talk a little bit more, a bit more harder, let's say. Let's say your car broke. I mean, that's a, a bit more expensive, right? It implies more money. It, it, it even implies more problems because... I mean, that's your main transportation. You cannot go here or there. So now your car broke, and you know how to fix it. Amazing. I would love to know how to fix my car, but I do not. So if you don't know how to fix it, you need to take it to the shop, and then the guy over there, he will fix it for you. Or if it is like, you know what, this is, I mean, lost, then you need another car. So it's kind of a bummer that you need to spend, I don't know how many dollars over there, but you need another car. So you go buy another one, right? So in a way there is something that you can do you just buy another one or whatever now how bad when you have some problems or situations in your life that affect you directly I'm talking about like, like your, your uh, body you know, you know like physically speaking or, or, or your health you get sick or something that's a bit different right because that one you can feel it really bad if you get a headache if you get a flu or if you get a something that it's just bothering you it's so awful, so so awful. So in that case, I mean, it maybe if it is, I don't know. I'm gonna say a headache or something, and you know, like a you know like a remedy. You know, you can drink this tea. I'm just making this up or whatever. You go do it, and that helps you. And so you fix the problem because you know how to do it, right? Or sometimes, if it is really bad and you have no idea what to do, then you go to the doctor. You go to the doctor and say, you know what, this is happening. He gives you a diagnosis and tells you, okay, you take this, drink this, or whatever. So, that's the other kind. Now, how about the, one, the this kind of problems, the ones that are mining your soul and your heart? The ones that are actually affecting your life from living the life that God planned from the very beginning to you So what do you do? What do you do in in that case? I'm going to leave it like this, and I will come back to this point later. I want to tell you a story of, try not to laugh, okay? I'm going to tell you a story when I was in Mexico City. I lived in Mexico City for a couple of years. I was living on my own. I was renting a place over there, and I got sick, but I I, I wish you could see God say with capital letters, it was bad. Man, it was so so bad. Now I think it was like COVID 20 or 22 or something because it was really bad. <laughs> really, I promise you. That thing it was it, it's you know how they call it man flu? It was double man flu. I mean, you know what men understand that, right? When you get a flu, it's bad. It's not like the like like the ladies. So, <laughs> man, I was there and I was just like I cannot. I really I know every we all say this, but I, I wanted to die bad. I I thought I was gonna die it was so and I was on my own I mean nobody to go ask help and I felt so bad and of course my brilliant conclusion was go to the doctor oh yeah of course so I went to the doctor and explained to the guy you know what this is happening man my head my my bones everything is so painful I can barely breathe you know it's a bunch of stuff coming and going and it was it was the worst It, it was it was really bad so this guy of course he told me okay you know what this is happening go to the drugstore and, and buy this. And for, I went over there, and I, so I need this, and the lady is like, so should you want you want pills or you want the, the, the injection that we call it? How do you call the actual thing, syringe? Syringe, no. Sh- okay, shot, yeah. So you want shots, or want- I know the shots are like, right away, right? so yeah, they gave me the shots, that's easy. So, went home, took the shots, and I'm like, I need to do this to myself. I never done this before and and it's like oh okay so you know prepare the whole thing to the liquid and then started. The, you know i'm sorry about this so i had to clean over there and then i'm ready to go for it man and i'm leaning on the wall and then i'm like and there was like a wall in between you know my my arm and i'm like come on i need it and i'm like trying and trying and this, this is so so I took a time to think about it, and I'm like, I, I need to put this thing inside of me, because this is so awful, this is so painful, and I'm, and I cannot, so I t- I took a, a little time, you know, like a, <sighs> prepare, thought about it, and I even prayed, I remember, God, please help me, man, I, I need this, it's so bad, this is killing me, I need to get this thing inside of me, so, if there is a wall, invisible wall, be, please get rid of it, because I need to do it, so, and then, I tried again and there was no wall anymore. So when I did like this, I did like this. I, I know it's fine. I'm not kidding, guys. I promise you, I was like that, and then I was like that, and I'm like, what 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 is wrong with me? I can do this, I can do this. So and I'm like, food, and then I started to walk going like this, man. And then it's like, what is this? Man, I am an adult and I can't control myself. <laughs> I told you not to laugh, and you're laughing now. So Really, guys, it was so weird. It was like, it was another force inside of me doing that. I I really wanted in my mind and in my heart. I was like, you need to stay steady. Do not move because I'm gonna put this thing inside of you. And when I did it, and then I did like this, and I started to walk all the house, and I'm going, I'm going like that, man, trying to pull that thing inside of myself, and I couldn't. And it was awful. Of course, I went back to the doctor, and I'm like, hey, I didn't tell him the story that I just did, right? I was like, could you please help me with this? I mean, I think I need somebody to put it in. Ah, sure. So pff, he did it. <sighs> it was great, man. I was relieved. I was I was fine. I could breathe. I think I took like two or three of those things. It was it was great. It was amazing. It, and I'm really thankful for for medicine, right? Uh, these days. So. Now I think it is funny, of course, right? I, I, now what I, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, man, what, what is that, what, what, what happened to me? So that's exactly how we look these days. It, 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 I know it looks funny, but when we're talking about your life, it's not funny. It's actually sad and stupid and dumb, trying to fix ourselves. Because we cannot. So in our lives, we're doing the same thing like that. And it looks funny right there. But it's your actual life. Remember the last question that I asked you? How about things that are mining your soul that are affecting you? So what should we do then? What should we do when these things happen? I'm talking I'm not talking about the the, the shot, okay? I'm talking about our lives. Things that are Stopping us to live the life that God planned from the very beginning to us. Why should we do? And not only what, why should we do it? So let's go back to Matthew, and I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna start in the 28th verse. Which, by the way, um, I need to tell you that. Even though when I, I had I had let's say the topic because I was already thinking about it, I had such a hard time preparing this. You know what I wanted to share. Somehow the ideas couldn't come together. I don't know why. So I, I went to God, of course, and prayed, Lord, I need your help with this. I mean, of course, I need your help with everything, but and especially this. I feel like I feel like I have the topic, but but I don't know why I cannot you know make the structure and put it together or how to tell the story or something so i had a conversation yesterday with a good friend of mine and just talking to him i'm like huh yes yes yes, yes. keep, keep it going i understand now so it was like god talking to me and i actually borrowed his some of his notes I, I hope you don't mind it's still a blessing for everybody it was a blessing for me so matthew chapter 11 verse 28 it says um let me let me read it again really quick to the thirtieth, and then we will come come back. It says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and will and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I so I would like us to come back to the very first word of the verse 28. It, the word, come. 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 So the Lord is saying, all, so all you guys that have problems, that have issues, that have the flu that I had, all, all those things that are stopping your life from being more like Jesus, you guys, come to me. It's like I went to the doctor because I knew I needed it. Can you imagine how it would be if, let's say, a dentist... When door by door, like, hey, you need a tooth to be fixed or something, you're like, uh, no. And if I need it, I would go to your office, right? That would be kind of random. So it's kind of the same concept. We need to move towards. It's an action. It's a, it's an actual thing that we, it's an it's an active state that we need to come to the Lord, right? He's telling us, come, come to me. And then he's, he's not saying, come to that person over there, come to or go to that guy over there. He's saying, come to me. So you need to take the first steps towards me because I am the one that can help you, not someone else, right? I am the one that perfectly knows you and perfectly perfectly knows the problem because I know everything. So I perfectly I know you because I created you because I love you. So, it's, so you move towards me, right? Because I am the only one that can help you. And then it says, all who labor and are heavy laden. Now, it's basically everybody, right? Everybody. In, in the, the Spanish version of the Bible, at least in my Bible, it says, those that are tired... And I remember the first time that I read that, I was like, "Okay, is that when after you play soccer for two hours, or is that after?" You know, I just I just linked it to physical tiredness. But this is this is actually talking about everything. It's talking about life. So all of you, regardless of if you're um, Christian or not, there are things that can affect our lives, right? So everybody, all of you that are labor and heavy laden his sons and daughters come to me right now in the i'm gonna say it in the christian life sometimes we get so focused on the on the actual thing like for instance if i am i don't know if i'm a leader if i am a worship leader or whatever or something else we get into this thing so much that we actually forget god forget about him and because we have experienced some years of working with him and we think we understand the way he works and the, and the way he thinks we know that we can fix the things by ourselves sometimes so even even this you, we need to bring it to him and now if you don't know the lord if you're hidden you don't know the lord or if you're watching this video and you don't know god let me tell you this you need god All those problems that you are facing, all those things that you are living, have a solution. It's Jesus. How I know that? Because I am experiencing. Ask any of these guys that have experienced God, and they will tell you the same thing. God is the only one that can fix you. By the way, I was making some notes, and then my son came, and he helped me with the notes. Can you see his notes? so i'm like okay i'm gonna leave this here so and then it says and i will give you rest it's not like a well if you come maybe i will give you rest or if you come i'll see what to do with you he's telling you no if you come to me i will give you the solution i will give you the shots i will give what you need exactly what you need because i went to the doctor and i explained my situation I came to him, explained the whole thing, and because he knows, he understands better than I do how the body works, he gave me the right thing that I needed. Can you imagine that he gave me some kind of pills for, I don't know, nails pain? I would be dying all my way, but my nails, 100% great. I mean, that's not what I needed. I needed the whole thing. So, God, Jesus, is the only one that can give you the right thing that you need. But the only thing that you need to do is to come to Him. And something really cool about God, and I don't know if you knew this, there is no small or big thing for Him. He can fix everything. There is no such a thing because if I see my problems from my point of view, it's like, man, I, I like like the like the shot, I couldn't do it on my own. And I try so hard. Trust me, I try so hard. I woke my whole house like this. I promise you. But God is the one that can fix you. He is the only one that can do the right thing for you. He will give, it's a promise. It's not a maybe. It's not, I will think about it. He will give you rest, peace, freedom from all the problems and from being worried. So we need to trust like I did. I trusted in this doctor and I just left all my worry and stuff in, in him and he helped me. And it was great. So, we need to trust in the work that God, that Jesus Christ accomplished on the cross. So, and this is precisely why Jesus is the only one that can give it to you, because He's the one that accomplished it. Does that make sense? So, if you go to the mechanic shop asking, "May I have a flu?" they will be like, "All right, you want me to change your oil or what?" I mean right you go to the one that knows how to do it and that's jesus because he he is god and he created us and then he says take my yoke upon you so now in in this case it doesn't say i'm gonna put my yoke upon you regardless if you want or not right because there's a huge difference you know the yoke is that what you say yoke by the way okay thank you so what i don't know very much about things things because that's related with animals and cows but i understand that it's like a like a piece of wood that they put in here and the, in the uh, animal ox neck so they can control it right and they can say okay stop here keep going go to the right or whatever i'm not sure how it even works but i understand that's the concept that's the whole context of it so can you imagine if you so if god let's say god forced you and put his his um hand into your neck even if you don't want to but he's stronger than you then he will move you to whatever he wants you to right and it's like oh this is not nice i mean it doesn't feel good now there's a huge difference between being forced right and yourself saying you know what I, can, could you please put your yoga in me i need you i mean i need your help man whatever you push me i will go you want me to stop here okay i'll stop here you want me to go over there? Okay, I'll stop over there. So, it is interesting because he's not saying, I'm going to put my yoga on you regardless if you want or not. He's saying, hey, come and take it. It's here. Take it. Submit yourself to me. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if he got meant it like this way. Okay, you submit yourself to me right now. Or it's like, hey, submit yourself to me. It's an invitation. It's like, because you actually can say no. Otherwise, I mean, if, if if it wasn't like an option, so everybody would be Christian, right? God would say, okay, everybody, the whole world, pff, stop all the bad things, stop everything. You all are going to be Christian now. You're going to be my followers. It's actually not like that. He gives the option, guys, I am here. Um, you can come to me if you want. I will help you, I promise you. I will give you rest. I know what you need. Uh, just just take my yoke. Just submit to, to me. Right? Because God God wants the heart, not just the actual action. Not just the yeah, I'm behaving. No, He wants our heart. So that's a huge difference between you taking the yoke or if it is given to you. And then he says, Then learn from me. Guys. If you're not Christian and you're watching this video, if you're here, not Christian, that is why we are so crazy obsessed with Jesus. Because he's our teacher and we learn from him and we follow him, right? Because he's the only one that can actually teach us. So he's the one that can tell us how and what to do. He's the one that knows. So he's basically saying, Let me teach you. Now, if you teach somebody something, it's not like, okay, you do it like this, and that's it. Bye bye. I'll see you later. So, and then, do you know how to do it? No. Learning something takes a lot of time. I'm telling you. I started to learn English when I in, in 2012, and it's 2020 now, and I still there are words that he's like, what? Well, what is that? Or how do you say this? Oh, I forgot how to say this. I mean, it's a whole process, and it's not. It hasn't been easy. I mean, thankfully, I can now express myself in this language. But before, I hated it. It gave me so many headaches, right? It's a process. It takes time. That's why sometimes you go, you come to the Lord, and you and you bring yourself all issues, problems, whatever, and and sometimes it takes time. I mean, some, and God can do whatever He wants. So for some people, it's like sometimes people have problem with alcohol, and they bring that issue to the Lord, and then it's like. No more alcohol in your life, amigo. So next day you you don't even need alcohol. You don't feel the need for alcohol, or, or or whatever example, right? Sometimes it happens like that, but sometimes it's a process. Sometimes it's a process, and you need to be hanging out with God more, understanding, learning from Him, reading His Word, and also doing and or having community with His children. That's also a way that we can learn from Him. So and then He says. But I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls so I try to understand a little bit more of these words and I so gentle uh, what I understand is like like a tender um, person kind and humble so that so that do you understand now why he is like saying hey I mean you come here but t- let me put my yoga on you I mean, I I can do that if you want to. If you don't want to, that's fine. I still would like to help you. But if you don't want to be helped, okay. I mean, I'm not going to force you. Right? And now, the cool thing about it is that He will always give you rest. He will always give you what you need. Right? He won't give you something else that is like, man, I was dying for this and you fixed this problem. It's like, I mean... Or maybe you needed to fix, he needed to fix the problem first. But what I'm saying, he will give you and he will fix you at his time, in his way, in the right moment, in the right way. So the next part says, "For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." Hold on. So it's not only that an invitation and you're being nice and kind to me, but the actual thing that you're gonna put, you're gonna put up on me is not heavy. So are you telling me that I can do it? Yes. We can actually do it. It's an easy yoke. It's not harsh. It's not not harming you. And it's light light burden. Not heavy burden. Do you hear that? Not heavy, but light. That means that it's actually a burden. Because sometimes people think like, okay, if I, I mean, I became a a, a Christian. I gave my my life to the Lord. But I still have problems. Of course, that is life. What do you think we are? I mean, yeah. The difference now is that you're not alone fighting for yourself. You have God, the creator of everything. The only one that can actually solve the problem is with you now, right? So because of that, it's light. You know why? Because you give it to him all the time. You have a problem, give it to God. You have another problem, just give it to God. He will fix it for you. It it sounds like, ah, that's easy. It is easy. The problem is that we we sometimes try to do what I was trying to do, because I knew I knew what to do, right? So I was trying to fix myself, and I couldn't, and I couldn't go against my own flesh, even though I needed it. So that is that is precisely why, answering so going back to the question, uh, what to do and why we do this. So what we do is we go to the doctor. You have a problem, you're facing an issue, whatever, in your life. <clears throat> so we come to him, right? Because he's the only one. There is no doctor like him. He's the only one that can fix the problem. Are you facing facing uh, issues in your family? He's the one. Are you having problems with, I don't know, substances, drugs, alcohol? He can help you. Are you having problems in in your relationship with your wife, with your husband, with your children? Yeah, he's the one. Are you watching things in the computer, doing thinking, even thinking things that you shouldn't be thinking? He's the one. You see, he can fix everything. He's the solution for everything. Now, now so why why him? Because he's the only one that can do it, and not not only the only one that can do it. That he is the only one that wants to do it. Jesus is the only one that actually wants to help you. He is the only one that actually cares about you and wants to fix your life. He is the only one. Or have you ever heard anyone else? No. Or have you ever heard in the Bible or somewhere that the devil wanted to help somebody? No. Right? Jesus is the only one that can and wants. And I love that. I love the fact that He wants. Because sometimes we do not want, even though we know we need it, we don't want to, that He still wants to fix you. Or He still wants to help you. Why? Because He loves us. Having um, a son, for me, changed my whole perspective of life. And those that have children, they understand very well. The other ones are like, oh, sure, whatever. But you will, you will get it, man. It, it is so crazy. It's like, how, how can this little guy that just poops all day and just, you know, stinks, and, and how can you, how can this person transform your perspective and change your whole perspective of life? I, I don't have an answer. I'm just telling you. So, so. If, if we, being humans, can love like this, can you imagine God being the creator of everything? That He can fully love with the whole expression of the word and the whole meaning. Maybe it needs more letters or whatever. I don't know. Or maybe you can say the same word in different languages, but it's not even enough to actually try to compare the love of God to what we can have or feel for someone else. Now... Um, I mean, I, I mentioned things like like issues, like I'm going to say big issues, like alcohol or problems in the family, whatever. And it's good. It's good to bring those things, of course, to the Lord, right? But now, how about the small things? Especially if you are being following God for a time, there are still some things in our lives that are like, yeah, I mean, I have this, and, and I know how to fix it. And, yeah, I don't have to fix it. I mean, you know, i, I read the Bible before, and I know God doesn't like this, but I'm going to fix it. And, and, and then you try, and then it doesn't get fixed. And then, oh, and then you try again, and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. And so on and so on. And then, because it's not that big of a problem, and because we know and think that we can fix it, we keep trying, right? And we keep trying, and it doesn't work. You know why? Because God is not involved. And He's the only one that can fix every single issue. I'm calling them issues, problems, situations, or whatever. But I'm actually talking about everything. About about life. Small details in your life. Small details in, in, in whatever. He's the only one. So we actually need even those small things to bring to Him. Like, maybe... I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if this is the best example, but for instance, in my case, that I was trying to... I was getting ready to share with, with, with you guys this topic. So I went to my to my room, to my office, and started, you know, like, hey, what is this? Let's, God, um, and I had the ideas in Hebrew. But I couldn't put them together. And, and I remember thinking, I, I know I can do this. I mean, I have done it, man, right? I, I have the ideas. I know the verses. Put them together. Easy. And I couldn't, and I'm like, what is this? And, and then, and then you know, God, how He's so patient with you. And and I'm like, oh, of course. Even though it's a good thing, I'm not actually bringing it to Him. So I just, I took a time and I'm like, God, I, I, I'm sorry, I need help with this. I mean, I, I feel like I'm trying, I was trying to prepare this thing and be myself the one doing it. And then after I, I that happened, I had this conversation that I just told you with a good friend of mine. And he was, and I'm like, yes 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 exactly that's exactly what i was thinking about so it was like god again it's a small thing but it was i just brought it to god and he was like oh yeah yeah this is the answer i mean this is the way you fix this issue problem right now even small things because small things matter to god a lot he cares about every single area of your life so even the small ones and i say that because it's really easy to think well I mean, I used to be a, I don't know, alcoholic, but not anymore. And I used to be a liar, but not anymore, right? And the, and we just think about the big things. But sometimes the small things are still pushing you back from being more like Jesus. So even the small things, God gave His life for every single thing. So even those small things, let's bring them to God. He will fix them. So, um, and, that's, and that's, I mean... I just want to say that again. That's a big problem that we have. I I have that problem a lot. Um, That I that I know how to do it, so I try to fix myself, right? And now, even if you can fix it, let's say let's say there was an issue, okay? You and you know how to solve it, and you do it and you fix it. Even still, it wasn't you. You need to give glory to God. Because he's the one that has been transforming your heart and working in your life so you can actually handle it. Does that make sense? Because that happens to me very often. Oh yeah, that's an easy one. I mean, it's almost like saying, "Ah, I don't need God. I mean, I don't know how to fix this one. But not even that one. If I actually can do it, God, thank you so much. Because I mean, you're the one that makes me be strong enough or whatever to solve or to pass through this problem issue or whatever it is. So um, I I want to tell you something that is kind of I don't know. Let me see if I can find it first. So um, I'm going to read in Luke five, verse thirty-first and thirty-second. I will give you five seconds to find it. (laughs) Um, So Luke 5, verse 31 and 32. It says, And Jesus answered them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous that sinners to repentance. Let me let me give you a bit a little bit of the background. So it seems like Jesus is having he's in a feast or having fun with some friends like like people that were considered bad people, tax collectors and the kind of stuff. And the Pharisees, the good people supposedly or they thought they were, they came and they started to ask him, "Why do you why do you eat and drink with these guys? Tax collectors and sinners?" So then Jesus said, those who are well have no need of a physician but those who are sick i have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance and and that sounds like uh, yeah of course that makes sense i mean right you go to the doctor when you when you're sick you go to the dentist when you have a problem in the, in, with your teeth or something you don't go just for fun you're like hey i'm here just for fun man you're like oh okay welcome <laughs> so of course not so And and then Jesus is saying, so only those that are sick need a doctor. And and that's why I'm here. Now, guys, let me tell you this. We all need Him. Regardless of whatever you think, regardless if you think like, no, I, I can do this one. You cannot. And I'm not saying it. God is saying it in His Word. He's the only one. And we all are sick. Now, this... What I'm going to tell you right now, it's kind of, um, it, I mean, it's it's not wrong. It, it, it is just something that, while I was thinking about today's I mean, uh, topic and sharing, this same thing came to my mind, not once and twice, but many times. And, and I was like, I mean, I, I know this is a good thing, but I I, I don't know, I feel like, God, I'm sharing with brothers and sisters. I mean, why, why would we... I don't even understand what was happening. Don't get scared. It's, not, it's nothing crazy or weird. But I was I was just thinking, when, like, from God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not like a... I don't want to say a feeling. Like, oh, I'm feeling to do or to say this. not like that. But like perceiving something. When you perceive something, it's like, man, I need to say this. I have to say this. So I'm going to say it right regardless of i mean if if you are christian or not if you believe in god or not and also even if, if there are people watching this we all are broken you are broken let me let me let me this time tell you so you can Feel it a bit more because if I say we, it feels different. But you are broken and you need to be fixed. And the only one that can fix you and wants to fix you is Jesus. He is the only one. And if you have never come to Him and asked for His forgiveness, this is a good time to do it. If there is something like telling you, oh, man, I think what this guy is saying, it is it, if it is moving you, it's actually not me. It's actually he himself. It's his spirit telling you and making you understand that you are wrong and you need help. And he's actually giving you that invitation, like what he said in the Bible, hey, come, come. Come to me, take my yoke, let me help you. I'm going to give you rest. I am the only one that can do it. Now, if you're hearing also another voice telling you, don't do this, oh man, don't do this in front of these guys. (laughs) What a shame. That is not God. That is your own flesh trying to fight back. Because that's what the flesh does. But the voice that is telling you, yes, this is true. You, you need God you actually need Jesus that's the Holy Spirit telling you come to me and this is that that's, that's why I was telling you because I I don't know I feel like I was preparing this for only Christians but at the same time like man I feel like being a Christian I feel like sometimes I need to accept Jesus again it feels like it when you when you just get lost in the world and, and all the things that are, around us so let me say that again if you want only if you want you can come now to jesus and give your life to the lord you need it i need it even if you try to to think about it and say "Ah, i think i think i'm fine i think i'm good no you're not you're not fine you're not good and let me tell you something we do not know when god is gonna call us. and if that time comes and if you're not ready for it there's only one thing hell i mean or two things hell or heaven I'm not making this up the Bible says that He told us from the very beginning there are two things in here hell or heaven, what do you want? So listen to the voice of the spirit and now I'm not saying that you need to say oh, me right now and come around here you don't have to if you don't want to if you want to you're very welcome to do it. We love to pray for you and, ex- and maybe explain a little bit more about it but listen to that voice because that voice is not going to let you it's not it's, this is not the only one that god is going to invite you to come to him he's going to do it again and again and again until you come and once you come he will make sure you keep you stay with him all the time so i want to say that because of this i've been praying about this and i've been praying god oh please just make your word work in the ho- in, in the hearts of those Lord, they need to know you. They need to get to you and repent and give their lives to you. If you don't want, if you don't want to do it right now, I mean, that's okay. We still love you and God still loves you. Um, but, but listen to His voice. Listen to the Spirit. And come to Him. Come to Him whenever you're ready to be free of all the trash and garbage of your life. He will, he will clean it. He will, he will fix you. And one last thing, uh, just to close, I am gonna read a little portion. If I find it, first Peter always hides from me. I don't know why. I feel like he doesn't like me. Uh, you see, I cannot find it. Oh, there you go. So the 5th chapter of 1st Peter So he's talking to the to the shepherds to the yeah to the elder but there is some point in the in the 5th verse it says likewise you you who are younger be subject to the elders all of yourselves, all of you with humility toward one another for God opposes the proud that gives grace to the humble and I share this with you because I um, something that I never practiced in my life was to to actually go to someone else and tell my problems and, and explain to this person I've been facing this issue, I've been you know, struggling with this uh, because I thought or consider myself strong enough to deal with it by myself, on my own. makes sense? But So I've been practicing this more often, and it's been such a blessing. Man, I, 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 will, I mean, that would take me a little bit longer, but I would like to explain to you how much it has affected me to go to somebody that I trust and love and that I know that if I explain all my problems this person is not going to reject me but he's actually going to love me right it's like a safe place for me so I want to, I just want to say this to you also guys go to somebody man it helps a lot ladies girls go to a woman that you trust and respect that you know that God is working in her life and the same for you, man. Go to a man. And, and just trust, man. Talk to them. And if you are the one that is, somebody's coming to you, just be like Jesus and love this person. Regardless of the problem, point, in, point him to, towards God. So I just, I just want to finish with that, because that's been a huge blessing in my life, just to practice it. Something that I never practiced before. It's kind of new-ish for me and it's it's a challenge to be in that position you know to tell all your things to someone else it's a challenge but at the same time it's a relief and i can see god's hand working through this um, um yeah way of of dealing with it so i just want to close with that and brothers and sisters and friends and everybody if, if there is anybody watching this video we, we need somebody to to fix us and there is only one so that's jesus come, come to him he, he is good and he's humble and he always 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 gives what you need himself father i thank you for for this time lord and and thank you for your word Jesus, thank you for being faithful and, and being patient with us and also being willing to fix us all the time. God, and I, and I want to pray especially for those that are in need, those that have any problem facing issues, whatever. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit keeps working on them and that I can actually see how much they need you and, the, and not only that, but that they will come to you and they will give themselves to you, Lord, so you can help them. I thank you for this time. Thank you for for Redeemed Community Church. Thank you for this, brothers and sisters, that you have put in my life. We bless you, Lord, and we, we just want to say that we love you and that we honor you with everything. And we want to honor you with everything we are. Because you deserve it, Jesus. Because you're King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you again for, for the opportunity. It's always a blessing to be with you guys. I, I really, really wish and hope that the only thing... The only thing, sorry, uh, that you remember is not only the when I was trying to put the shot on myself, but all the other, I mean, the most important part, which is, let's come to God. He, he's the one that can fix us. Awesome. Love you guys.
1: <laughs> all right. Thank you, Brother Ali, for sharing that word with us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Whoever believes, I think that's uh, that's an invitation for all of us and anyone today who doesn't know Jesus to believe on him. Well, I think we have a dismissal prayer. There's lunch provided, so you're all more than welcome to uh, stay and eat with us in fellowship. So um, let's all stand up for a closing prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. Thank you for the sunshine outside. Thank you for this opportunity to have gathered together to worship you, to uh, hear your word, to be exhorted. God, to be reminded again that we really do need you for everything in our lives, Lord, and that your yoke is easy, your burden is light. Lord, it's not drudgery to follow you, but, Lord, it's it's freedom. Thank you for that, Lord. Pray that you bless the food to our bodies and bless our fellowship. We give you thanks for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed.